0: Good morning, my loves. Welcome back to the Healthy and Happy Podcast. Julie here, and today is going to be a little bit less traditional or structured or, I don't know. I just wanna sit down and chat with you like we are two girlfriends, sitting at Starbucks, getting our grande americanos, maybe with a little bit of almond milk or cream or something. (laughs) And I just wanted to be real with you about something that I'm going through and learning and trying to process in my life. So right now, I feel like I'm in this huge expansion period. Shit is changing so fast in my life that sometimes I get overwhelmed and sometimes I get stressed out and sometimes I feel like I can't keep up with it all. And managing a growing business is probably one of the hardest things that I've ever done because not only do you have to implement the tactical and strategic things on a day-to-day basis in order to keep the business running, you also have to manage your energy. So whether you run your own business or not, whether you are working for someone else or whether you are just A human going through everyday life, the most important thing is your energy. Now, this especially applies if you're a coach or a personal trainer because you are an energy dealer, which pretty much just means that people feed off of your energy. So it's important for you to keep your energy high so that whenever you go into a coaching call or a personal training class or you have a client, you are it's an energy exchange, right? You are the person that's responsible for keeping the vibe high, getting the person pumped up, and therefore eliciting change in their life. But I think this can also apply in your relationships, you're in the business of energy in your relationship. If you're low vibe, if you're depressed, if you're anxious, if you're doing shit that you hate every single day, and then you're coming home to your partner in that vibe, that's not somebody that you want to be around. Think about the people in your life that are energy vampires is what I like to call them, where maybe you go get coffee with them, or you're hanging out with them, or there's a family function and you have to be around them. And it just feels like when you leave there, the life and the energy has been sucked out of you. I want you to think of yourself as an energy dealer. It's your responsibility to maintain your energy, to keep your energy high so that the people around you benefit from that and they can feed off of that positive energy. Because we all know what it's like to be around a person who's just super high vibe. It doesn't mean they're necessarily jumping off the walls happy. They could be very calm and just chill and cool and collected. But after you leave hanging out with that person, you feel a thousand times more energized than when you started hanging out with them. So I want you to think in areas of your life right now what is your energy like overall at the moment? Do you have high energy, not even like bouncing off the walls, like I said, but high energy, meaning you're peaceful, you're calm, you're positive, you're happy, you're optimistic. Or do you find yourself in that low energy state where maybe you're tired, you're exhausted, you're worn out, you're stressed, you're anxious, depressed? So it's good to just take an inventory of that and just say, okay, for the most part, I know days are different and you're going to feel different on different days. But for the most part, am I that high vibe person that gives people life and energizes them when I'm around them? Or am I the kind of person that is a negative Nancy and is always complaining or talking shit about people? And if you don't want to be like that, the first step is creating awareness and changing it and making an effort to either not talk poorly about other people, not talk poorly about your life circumstances, or whatever the case may be. I heard some... Something so awesome the other day on a podcast that was saying, shit happens, right? We're going to want to vent about certain situations in our life and an easy way to do that so that you don't keep reliving the situation over and over and over again because I know you know what it's like when something happens to you, you tell one person and then the next person you see, you go and tell them and you're venting to 15 different people thinking that someone is going to have the solution to your problem. But really, most of the time, the answers are within us and we really only need to vent once to get it out. So the person in the podcast Said that they set a timer for five minutes on their phone. They vented as much as they wanted to. They cussed the person out. They just went ham. They were relentless about complaining about whatever the situation was. But once that timer went off, once that five minutes was up, they were not allowed to talk about it again. They had to move on. And I told my friend that, and she equated it to something she heard about Michael Jordan. When he would play a basketball game and he would lose, he would get in the shower after the game. And during the shower, he would analyze his performance. He would think about what he did well, what went wrong what he could improve on the next time. But once he was out of the shower, he let it go. He brushed it off and he moved forward. So this is not to say you're always gonna be super high energy that you can never complain, but there is a point where you have to move on in order to get your vibe back up. And the reason I'm talking to you guys about this today and sharing my tips is because I have been so relentless about clearing the shit out of my life that does not give me energy because I've had to, because I'm getting busier and busier. And I know in this culture, we love to romanticize Being busy. We live in a very hustle driven culture. And for my whole entire life, I held this idea that if I wasn't hustling, if I wasn't grinding, if I wasn't getting straight A's in school, if I wasn't working my face off and burning the candle at both ends, then I wasn't worthy of being loved. Then I wasn't worthy of success. And hustle had to be hard. Success had to be hard to come by. That's the belief that I held. And I know on social media these days, that point is reiterated to us, right? We have people like Gary Vee, love him to death, but he's like, hustle your face off. You should be sleeping four hours a night and always grinding in order to be successful. But what I've been learning is that just because you're busy, busyness does not necessarily bring you money or fulfillment or happiness or joy or enhance the quality of your life. In fact, I found that it was doing the opposite for me. So the more I packed my schedule with things that were draining my energy, the more anxious I became, the more depressed I became, the less I look forward to doing everyday activities that used to light me up and make me happy. I had to take an audit of my life. I had to look at every single task that I do on a day-to-day basis. And I went through, I wrote it down in my journal and I said, does this energize me or does it drain me? Everything from my workouts to my nutrition to specific tasks I have to do day-to-day in my work to jobs in general that I have. What parts of my job energize me? What parts of my life energize me? What people do I get energized from hanging out with? And what are the things that are draining me? What are the tasks that I do in my business or in my day-to-day life that I dread doing, that I get anxiety about doing, that make my heart close off and feel contracted and anxious? So I highly recommend doing this exercise for yourself. Write down a list of everything you do in your life, all the people you hang out with, the workouts you do, the jobs you do, the tasks you have to do for each specific job, and ask yourself, does this energize me or does this drain me? And a good way for you to tell, because I know sometimes it's not always going to energize you to do certain tasks sometimes you just have to sit down and get shit done because that's what you committed to. But when you're thinking of a job or a person or a situation in your life, the way I gain clarity about whether it's right for me or not is to ask myself this question. Does it make me feel expansive when I think about doing it or does it make me feel contracted? For example, there's a job in my life right now that I know is no longer serving me. It's a part-time job that I got when I moved to Canada and finally got my work permit and I was doing all my work online and I just wanted to have in-person connection with people. So I got this job working at the front desk of a gym and I loved it because I met so many people and it served me for a certain period of my life. But more and more recently, I feel like the reason that I'm staying is to please people. I never want to inconvenience anybody. I love my boss so much and I never want her to feel like I'm just leaving her out to dry and putting her in a sticky situation. And I talked about the people-pleasing aspect of my personality in my last podcast, but I'm realizing that you cannot live your life in order to please. Other people. I cannot live my life just because I think my boss will have to hire somebody else and that might be a little bit inconvenient for her. Because you know what? That's putting yourself on a pedestal. You're great, but you're not that important. She can 100% find somebody to take over your position and it's not that big of a deal. And if it's something that once served you but is now making you anxious to show up to, that's a clear sign that you need to move on from that thing or at least take steps in the direction of moving on from that thing. So the reason I finally came to that conclusion is because I. I used my advice that I just told you where I sat down and I said, okay, staying at this job, does it make me feel expansive? Do I love the opportunity to be there? Do I love being there? Do I look forward to going? Or does it make me feel contracted? Meaning, oh my God, I have to go there tomorrow. I feel anxious about it already and it's not even tomorrow yet. Here's the thing too. A lot of times these intuitive hits are not going to make logical sense. Logically, you would think me working one or two days a week there isn't a big deal. It's an easy way to make money. I just show up. The job is pretty easy. I like the people I work with, X, Y, Z. But when your soul tells you that it is time to move on from something, whether it's a career, a job that you have right now, people that you're hanging out with in your life, maybe you have some toxic friends you need to get rid of. Maybe it's a relationship that on paper makes perfect sense, but you just know in your heart for whatever godforsaken reason, you got to move on from it. Sister, hear me. When I say this, you have to move on because you don't know what you're holding yourself back from bringing into your life by holding on to that thing so tightly. And I just want to give you comfort knowing that you cannot make a wrong decision. You always have the opportunity to course correct. If you let go of something that is no longer serving you and eventually you realize, hey, maybe that was serving me. Maybe I need to go back to that or find something different. You can always course correct. It's always available to you. But what if you got rid of it and something a thousand times better came into your life as a result of creating that space in your life? So that's the point I'm trying to get across today. We don't know what's on the other side. Of fear, but if something is constantly feeling contractive and making you feel anxious, making you feel depressed, even though on paper it might make logical sense, it is time to let that thing go. It is time to stop doing the shit that you hate every single day just to make your parents happy, or just because somebody outside on social media says that you should be hustling 24/7, or somebody thinks it's good for you. What is do you want? Stop settling for a mediocre life, going through your day, doing shit that you hate every single day. What do you love to do? What lights you up? How can you incorporate more of that into your life? How can you clear space by getting rid of all of the crap right now that's draining your energy, the people, the places, the things, the jobs, the relationships? Get rid of that stuff so that you clear space for all of this powerful, magnetic, and positive energy to flow into your life. Not to be super morbid or anything, but we really genuinely, only have a short time on this earth? Do you want to spend every single day of your life showing up to a job you hate? Being in a relationship with someone that you just tolerate? Hanging out with friends that maybe you made in high school that are no longer serving you because they don't uplift you and encourage you to follow your dreams. They're just stuck in the business of talking shit about each other. If you are listening to this podcast right now, you know in your heart that you are meant to level up. You are meant to shed the skin that you're in right now and become a stronger, healthier, happier version of yourself and you have to be relentless about the things, the people, the resources, every single thing that you add into your life. Audit your life and be so protective of your energy. Do the things that keep your vibe high. Do the things that increase your energy so that you can be the light in other people's lives and stop doing shit you hate. I don't know about you, but life is too short to do shit you hate, girl. So be unapologetic about making the changes in your life, cutting the ties, shedding the skin, and moving the heck on so that you can create a body and life you love. Now, before you head out into your day with all of this positive energy and the positive vibes that you got from this, and hopefully you can be the light for other people in your life, I want you to know that my eight-week lifestyle makeover, so it's my eight-week nutrition mentorship where we go through your morning routine, your nutrition habits. We clear the space that might be taking over your brain right now from insecurities and dieting and worrying and constantly stressing about your body and food. We clear space so that you can create these positive changes in your life. Think of it as an overhaul of your whole entire life lifestyle. We're taking an audit of every single area of your life. I'm teaching you how to let go of the shit that's no longer serving you so that you open up yourself for a life beyond your wildest dreams. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, I'm closing my spots for my April start date on March 23rd, which is very soon. So that means in the next two weeks, I'm doing calls where we get on a call. It's completely free. We see if it's a good fit. I see if there's an area of your life where I can help you, whether it's your nutrition or you want to step into a career Career that's been calling to you. You want to start a side hustle. You need to clear out all the toxic shit in your life. We do all of it, sister. So if it's something you're interested in, go to julieboer.com slash coach. All you do is fill out an application form, pencil yourself into my calendar. We'll sit down and chat. There's absolutely no pressure. I just only genuinely want to work with people I can help. And it is my job to make sure that your life is not the same after the eight weeks of us working together. So if you feel intuitively, even if it might not make sense logically that you need to talk to me and you've been sitting on it and waiting on it, now is the opportunity. You cannot wait around in your life until you feel like it's the right time and the right money and the right XYZ circumstances, or I'm just going to wait till I'm less busy. You got to start working on yourself now. So if you are ready to do that, head to julieboer.com coach and let's chat. I love you so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.